Hello, everybody. It's me, PJ. Welcome. It's me, PJ. Don't speak over me, please. Welcome back to the podcast. Did you see the thing? I am joined as ever by. Oh, no, he's making it worse. No scathing um, insults this week. Just just an introduction. It's the old man, Hall. the old man in his dressing gown. Yeah, I am in my dressing gown. It's got very, I don't know, should we call it bitter in Scottish over the last 24 hours? <laughs> Literally since the months became 11, it's gone, yeah, it's cold now. Cold now, isn't it? Up here it is anyway. Yeah, it's actually all right down here. So far, it's going to go, it's, it'll get worse, it always does. Yeah, it'll probably snow like- at years before it snows here. Almost certainly. I feel like for us it gets worst in January. Mm, yeah, probably fair. I don't know if that's a psychological thing, though, because, you know, at the moment, oh, Christmas is coming up, New Year's, they're kind of fun, the things, and then January is just, just another year, isn't it? Back at it. <laughs> Back to work. Do it all over again. Well, you miserable. the sunlight. Tough. Miserable. How time passes, eh? <laughs> Gracious. Oh, dear. Um... We will, yeah. apart from the... I mean, you're fine. You're still temperate in the sort of mid. Temperate. And we're, well, not Baltic yet, but pretty cold all yeah, of a sudden. It's, it's, been, it's been single digits most of today. Oh. For the first time. Like, like it's, been, it's been sort of mid-teens. It's still nine outside at the moment. It's so, been a high of 13 today, so it's been fine. Oh yeah, well. All right, all right, brag about it, jeez. Should we kick off? Did you see some things? Because <sighs> I've been racking my brain and I can't, I've not seen anything. I've got a did you see the thing. Right, and you you will almost certainly have seen it, but you maybe have forgotten about it or do not wish to pass comment on it. Okay. We'll Why did up. you see the thing mm-hmm. is, did we all see this week Right in, if you did, dear listeners, uh, that our, our mate Henry, my mate Henry, who we talked about last week, Mr. Cavill, mm. has been, oh. uh, has he been binned off or has he left? But anyway, he's leaving The Witcher after season three. Season four, the new Witcher, the new, not new character, it'll just be Geralt of Rivia still, but it'll be Liam Hemsworth. So... I think the mistake you made there was suggesting that there'll be a season four, because as far as I'm concerned, it ends at season three. <laughs> well, I think a lot of the a lot of the discourse since this announcement has come out is the fact that it it should just now definitely it should just end at three. Most people wanted it to end after three anyway, but this is this is maybe giving it a little kick up the bum. <laughs> um, yeah, thoughts. Uh, I think it's a bad move. So there's lots of conspiracy theories about what's happening that like you've sort of mentioned. But I think the big, whatever, whatever it is, they should have kept Henry Cavill happy because everybody I speak to that's seen The Witcher and enjoys The Witcher, I think almost everybody's favourite thing about The Witcher is Henry Cavill. Yes. yes. The amount of times people that I know that have watched Number. that will quote, but I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, as Henry would say, fuck. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I'm sort of genuinely surprised by this. So apparently the, what I've seen is, is for a while, Henry has been pushing to make it closer to the books. And apparently the writers, a lot of them don't like the books, so they've been going off-piste. Mm, uh, yeah. And Henry is a massive nerd. Yes, huge, so, in both senses of the word. Yes. So I could fully see him going, do you know what? I'm out. I'm Superman yeah. again. Well, this was I where I was, was going to go is, has he left? Is he leaving? Has he been pushed almost? I don't know which way it's going. But as a result of the the re-engagement with Superman. That's the other sort of thing I've seen. Is he now so busy with Superman? Is it just a scheduling thing? But I have the counter to that I've seen people say is he, I sort of missed all this, he is the one that, that pushed Netflix to make a show because he wanted to play Geralt. He also was taking like a significant pay cut to play Geralt. 
Yeah. So it seems like he's well into this character. So it's yes. kind of surprising that just because Superman's come along, I mean, he's been doing movies alongside this anyway. Yeah. Um, it's surprising to me that he would give up on it just because of Superman. So I, so I'm leaning more towards it's the writers. So yes. This show, this show's dead after season four, right? <laughs> well, three even. I can see them filming the Liam one because they've cast him, and then it's just going to die, right? Can't see it going any further. Yeah, I'd like it to because I do like the show, but that's me seeing it now. I don't know if I still will when this happens. I don't want to be offensive to Aussies that might be listening, but I just don't know if it will be the same with Liam Hemsworth going, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, mate. <laughs> you right? Obviously, he won't do the Aussie accent, but I just feel like. He doesn't you know, have the same presence. Do you know the weird, the the weirdest, worst, and least hold up able um, complaint I had about this bit? Of, I saw about this bit of casting was you can't cast him. He's too tall and dark. I'm like Henry's tall and dark. <laughs> are you freaking? You forgetting? <laughs> He's like six five with jet black hair. <laughs> I was just like, this person doesn't know. They oh, think that Geralt, that Henry looks like Geralt actually all the time. Now, we might talk about it later. I have also seen a rumour, true, I don't know if it's true or if it's based purely on the wigs, which is why it reminded me, uh-huh. that he has been asked to play somebody in season two of House of the Dragon. Anne Targaryen or uh, Anne Valerian. Yes. Intriguing. Well, we can get to that. Yeah. So, I don't That could be nonsense. Probably it is nonsense. Um, All of this if, is, though. Usually. If not, House of the Dragon casting guys. Why not? It looks good in a wig. <laughs> he can do the long white hair. Yeah, yeah. Why and not? the big and the big heavy sword and the sort yeah. of stoicness. Yeah, why not? Make him a dragon. That'll be fun. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah, I did see that. I thought it was dumb and sad, because actually I quite like that show. It's not the best show ever, but the best part about it is Henry Cavill. Is him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, that's rubbish. That's rubbish. Did you also have one, or are we just going to move on swiftly into some contents? We might have to move on, because, I mean, I did see that. I've forgotten about that till now. Uh, I'm sure I've forgotten about other things, and I think I even said to myself at one point, I should note that down, and then I never did. Um, You are pretty useless. Wow. Uh, So, (laughs) uh, yeah, I'm having to move on to content. I'll let you go first in punctuation, content of the week, good sir. So this is a rogue one. Hello, hello, (laughs) topical reference. (laughs) It's not that rogue one. (laughs) My content of the week on Saturday, Katie and I visited the Barbican Centre in London Mm -hmm. and we watched the stage performance of the classic Japanese animated film, My Neighbour Totoro. What? (laughs) A stage performance of... Yes, put on by the Royal Shakespeare Company. Interesting. It was spectacular. <laughs> it was, like, incredible, the way that they brought these animals to life. Okay, so very, My Neighbor Totoro is the story of two girls who move with their dad into rural Japan from Tokyo. Um... One, to get a bit of fresh air, and two, because it's closer to the hospital where their ill mother currently is. Their dad has to go see their mother and go to work in Tokyo still. So a lot of the time they are left by themselves with the neighbours. But also they live near a woods. And when the youngest girl wanders into the woods, she finds a big, friendly, teddy bear-type creature. Um who, I don't know, is like 16 feet tall or something ridiculous. Yeah, big big weird animal thing. Big weird animal thing. Um, and but not a, bad, ca- like not a bad scary one. No, and it, and it sort of helps them out. It doesn't talk or anything like that. It's just a big cuddly monster, effectively. Uh, so they put that on stage. You can't find how they've done that on stage through photos because they are not releasing any photos. They yeah. want it to be a surprise. So this is my big recommendation to go see it. 
right? If you are there and can get tickets, because it's just started the run, it's been getting five-star reviews across everything. Wow. And it was packed. So good luck getting tickets. But if you can, <laughs> just go. Now, <laughs> spoiler warning, do you want to know how they do it? I mean, I do, because I'm not going to get to see it, I wouldn't have thought. Well, exactly. So I'm waiting to tell you, basically. Everybody else who is going to go and see it, shut up for about the next couple of minutes. Yeah, right. Um, Jim Henson Company have made uh, multiple puppets, some of them huge. Oh, my. And it looks incredibly fluffy. Its eyes go and it blinks and its mouth opens and closes. The tongue moves. What? And... All of this while still being, like, looking friendly. You know how puppets could look creepy? Yeah, a bit horrifying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, like, incredible. The reaction it got when the... So, when it first appears, it's sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's sleeping behind a big curtain, effectively. And they pulled it up. And the reaction the audience gave was incredible. Like, it was genuinely like, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Have you done this? Have you done this? <laughs> cool. Yeah, so it's really cool. Yeah, and there is guys, so there's guys wandering around puppeting it, and you can see them. They're just dressed in black. Yeah. But one of my favorite things about this play version of it is they play to the fact that you know you can see these guys. Right. So so at one point, when the second half starts, second half, you can tell I watch more rugby than theater. Yes. uh, (laughs) um, It opens up, it's like a screen from the, a film effectively. So it's this illustration and they're playing like musical instruments on a tree. So they're playing them individually and it's clearly being like moved behind the scenes. Yeah. But then like that curtain raises up and the guys are all still there. Like, uh, <laughs> 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 and then, then they like awkwardly scarper off the stage. <laughs> so they like play into the fact that you can see them, which is pretty entertaining. Cool. I like that. I like that. Uh, so that's my content. It's a bit more out there. And if you can, you should go. Very. Not, not only is it out there, it's also difficult to get out there because if you're yes. not in London or not planning yes. on going to London. It might tour. Never know. True. True. I mean, it'd be interesting to see how they tour a giant Totoro. Yeah, they'd have to <laughs> big truck. <laughs> truck. Fair enough. Yep. Good. Well Actually, done, he but, can fly, so probably that. Ah, well, fly. true, yeah. yeah. Well, um, well done for getting outside and seeing a different thing. Well done, yeah. you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, my content of the week is uh, it's a YouTube video from the What Next YouTube channel. Now, this used to be called Drive Tribe until recently, so it's oh, the YouTube, yeah, 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 yeah. YouTube channel for James May, Richard Hammond, and sort of Jeremy Clarkson, but not really. Yes, um, I do know this channel, yes. For whatever reason, they rebranded it to What Next, and they, they're going to make it more off-the-wall stuff, not just cars. So James May's going to do a bit of food and a bit of travel, and Hammond's going to do a bit of whatever else. Yeah, I but enjoy one, his occasional sandwich-making ones. Yeah, they're just weird, <laughs> but I rate them. Yeah. Like they're, they're really good. <laughs> yep. And I like seeing them as their own actual real-life personalities and not really as their TV personalities. In the yeah, yeah. So this one is actually quite like a weirdly sort of touching video where Hammond goes to his favourite place in the world and he sort of prefaces it by saying, I've been fortunate enough to go basically everywhere through all the shows that they've done. But he goes to Buttermere in the lakes and he's like this is my favourite place ever and then he just tells you a really nice story about why it's his favourite place it's just a really oh, nice video and it's, cool. it's got some very nice visuals of Buttermere and it's just Hammond being nice and having a good time I am ad- I bet I am adding that to my watch later list it's nice speak. it's just That's a nice video nice. it's got like good feels nice we've given nice things today yeah yeah it's very um I don't know, yeah, just similar to the Totoro thing. It's just friendly. It's just nice. It's, it's just friendly. Just enjoyable to watch. Yeah. 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 I like it. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to see more of that from them. They still do sort of weird nuts um, car videos and, and other dumb stuff, but I'd like to see more of that. Like, I'd like to see James do his one. It'd probably be somewhere shit in London, but... Um, if- <laughs> <laughs> every now, every now and then, in like the Grand Tour and Top Gear and stuff, I think, I think those guys have the ability to actually do some like genuinely touching stuff. There is, yeah. I don't remember what episode it is. It's in the season two of the Grand Tour. They do about an eight-minute mini documentary on Formula One driver Jim Clark. 
Oh my god, yeah. And it's one of my favorite like sections of TV ever. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, there is there is something about it because you do you obviously do get so much sort of cocking about from that trio. And then you get the, the sort of the sort of more normal TV documentary stuff. And then you get the really, really hard hitting sort of emotional stuff like yeah. that bit. And it's just, it's, they've got such range when you think about it like that. So yeah, yeah. really cool. This That's is less cool. emotional, but there is, there is an emotional drive to it and it's just nice. And emotional I instantly, I instantly, <laughs> very good. Instantly started looking up weekend breaks to butter me. <laughs> <laughs> It's only like 40 minutes away from you. It's not far at all, yeah. It's yeah. good. It's easy. Um, yeah, so that's, that's mine. It's good. So I'll link, I'll link that for everyone. I can't really link a stage show for everyone, but if, I don't know, I'll, I'll find like a ticket. So I'll just send you a ticket. I'll link to, yeah, I'll link to an that. advert or something, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll put that down below as well. Yeah. And any, anything else for contenting? Uh, yeah, I'll give you one. Really? Yeah, why not? <laughs> yesterday, right. was ha- this, yesterday was Halloween, so it's a good time to do it. I should have done it last week, probably. Have you, did you ever watch BuzzFeed Unsolved Supernatural oh, stuff? Not really. You would have showed me some of them I might have done. before, but so, I've, I've never gone out to watch them. The two guys have gone off and created their own channel and it is i think better it's slightly longer and they've put way more money into it so the production feels better yeah um so to clarify what is this so that the new one is called ghost files and it's called on the channel watcher mm-hmm. um so what it is is there's a guy called ryan bagara and another guy called shane Miday. ryan is a 100 percent believer in demons ghosts all that kind of stuff yeah shane thinks it's all nonsense <laughs> it's the perfect um the perfect pairing of always on and always off essentially <laughs> so these two guys uh go to haunted uh locations uh, they have done around the world this most recent season is all in america um and they spend they spend the night wandering around it and trying different ghost hunting techniques and all that kind of stuff. And then after they wander around it together, they each do one by themselves. Um, I personally don't really believe in any of those things, so it's quite fun to watch these shows where they're one of the guys doing it also doesn't believe in any of those things. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think it's worth watching. And because of that dynamic, sometimes when strange stuff happens, you're like, that is more compelling. Yes, because it it, it stands out as strange. It stands out as strange. And the other thing that I like about it is sometimes entire episodes can go by, nothing strange will happen. Yeah, yeah. And then other ones are it's, like really peppered with it. What, yeah, you'll be like, oh, that, that is weird. So that yeah. I think that's fun. Uh, reading like... How much I suspect, I don't know. It's more real than some of the other things. I don't know how real it is. I wouldn't want to say, but I think as an entertainment goes, it's, uh, it's worth watching. Cool. Yeah. There you go. I'll send you the link. Yeah. Send me a link to that and I can put that down for everyone as well. Cause that's, I mean, we maybe have just missed it slightly, but people are still in the mood, aren't they? They've stopped. The pumpkins are still up. So. Spooky. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, sick. Okay. Let's move on now. Awesome. Punctuation. Thank you very much. Uh, this week, the middle bit, the big bit, the most important bit, the meat of the sandwich bit, is also just going to be a bunch of content of the week. <laughs> <laughs> We're basically just going to do... We're rubbish! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like the ultimate cop-out. Um, we're basically just going to do sort of, I guess, sort of like catch-ups and feedback, like minor feedbacks, hopefully, and trying to be spoiler-free as well. Uh, feedbacks on basically everything that we're watching. Um, I think, because, um, yeah, I mean, for, for anybody that's worried, we'll it'll have to be a little bit like that. We're going to talk about some shows that I've finished, Andrew hasn't finished, and other yeah. things like that. But uh, it's just sort of a product of the fact that a, f- a few weeks ago, those of you who have been with us will remember our complete meltdown <laughs> at the amount of stuff that was about to come out and already <laughs> coming out. So this is us, this is us, 
it's it is stupid because it's not like we're doing this for work because this isn't work for us obviously but like we wanted to get through all of that not because we want to talk about all of it but because we we enjoy getting through it and then we naturally talk about it because we have the same sort of interests yep um so yeah this is us wading through that enormous pile of stuff that was coming out um it is yeah so we're gonna sort of i mean not like get deep into all of it or or deep into most of it but we'll talk about as much of it as we can um and we'll try and keep them brief so we can get through as many as we can as well should we try and do that yeah let's try and do that where would you like to start? Do you have a start point or will we just... I mean, should we kick off with one that we were talking about, uh, that you texted about earlier? And I've already sort of half mentioned. What, the dragons one? Who's the dragon? Ah, yes, yes, yes. House right, of so large is... monsters. I was going to say insects, that's not right. Lizards would have been better. Mm, yeah. Um, so yes, this is House of the Dragon. Now I've finished this, I watched it weekly. Yep. And you... Oh, halfway through? I am. I don't actually know how many there are. Is there, what, 12, 13? So next episode I watch will be episode six. Put it that way. Episode six. Right, so there's ten episodes. Cool. So you've done episode five, so you are halfway through. And episode six is after the time jump. Cool. Spoilers. (laughs) Well, not really. I mean, I sort of suspected it. And I I bet you if I log into MTV, the thumbnail will be one of the new... All the pre-release stuff had made out that, like, had shown that there was different generations exactly. anyway. Exactly. Um, so I think that's important to sort of get where we stand on Game of Thrones. I, many people that listen probably know this, watched the first season of Game of Thrones and went, yeah, that's fine, can't be bothered to carry it on. But I have read the first two books, absolutely loved them, and I'm currently a couple hundred pages into the third book, still really enjoying it. And then I watched this show because it's so disconnected from Game of Thrones. I thought it would be fine to do this and still experience the books as books, which so and far it has proved out like that. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay. And what is your Game of Thrones? <laughs> My Game of Thrones background is watched watched seasons, I don't know, one to four as they were coming out and then dropped off. Basically, whenever it was chronologically that we moved away, dropped off when we moved away. Yep. And then in that time it finished, and then we shotgunned it all as we were sort of finishing up and moving back. Yep. So we, in fact, no, sorry, we shotgunned it as the final season was coming out. That was what was happening. Yeah. So watched it, enjoyed a lot of it, didn't love it. Interesting. However... Yep. immediate thoughts on this although and again it's not finished for me uh love this love this so my thoughts on this show are very mind where i've come from this is fantastic yeah i, I think, really like this show <laughs> yes yes uh i think it's the perfect amount and we'll talk about another show shortly that does this as well i think it's the perfect amount of scene setting sort of not long drawn out that makes it sound insulting but but sort of steady progression and then big thing happens and then more steady progression it's not like it's not like i remember some seasons of game of thrones where it was like nothing would happen for a whole season and in the final episode everything would happen and you go what the hell what what was all that yeah i need to watch it again but you need to watch the whole season again to get the context and then you don't have anything for a year until the next season comes out yep. whereas this i think is progressing very well yeah i think i agree i actually think you're lucky as well if you're enjoying it so far i think this back half is stronger than the start that is something we have noticed so <laughs> carla also pointed that out in that she wasn't So we watched Game of Thrones together and she didn't like the early stuff, liked the late stuff and then hated the finish. (laughs) (laughs) Which is because the finish was a bit trash. Um, She wasn't totally taken by the first episode or two. And then three, four, five, she's like, come on, win, gimme, gimme, gimme. So, So I think we're, yeah, I think you're right. We're at the point where it's beginning to really click into gear and we're accelerating with it. It's... Great. Um, 
what should we talk about with this? I mean, I don't want to spoil things. I, I, gonna, I know where you're at. So because of the time jump, it's actually really easy to talk about. Yeah, actually, that's yeah. more difficult. <laughs> well. um, I think what we do is let's not talk about let's not talk about story stuff or anything like that at all. Let's talk about stuff that we know is in the first five episodes, as in visuals, right? Or or okay. bits of well, acting. Not, let's not talk story. My first one is my first one is. Um, how do I put it? I'll just go easy. My least favorite dragon is Damon's. Least favorite dragon is Damon's because it's kind of it's wiggly. too <laughs> long and and snaky and lizardy. Interesting. And then you see Rhaenyra's turn up, and it's like it looks like like stocky, like staunch. It looks good. Yep. And that's that's based on nothing. I just think <laughs> it's just the look of a dragon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we told you this was rubbish, not <laughs> insightful. That's that's my uh, take. Okay, let me. Let me <laughs> okay, fair enough. I don't. I can't say I looked at a dragon and thought that deeply about it. <laughs> my first thought when it, when I saw Damon's dragon on screen was, Nah, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that one. I wouldn't be my one. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Um, let's talk about Damon. I think. He again, kind of like Henry Campbell. He doesn't say loads in this, but I think Matt Smith's great. I think he's fantastic. <laughs> Every now and then, it just cuts to him giving a look, and you're like, Whoa. Yeah. or even again, without without doing like story bits, there are there are there are often shots where we just get long walks of his with not much else happening around him, and just the walk, just this the sheer bollocks on that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you must have, I don't want to, okay, mild, mild, mild spoilers. Has this, have you had the feast? Pre, the, the um, pre, yes, the, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Where the guy comes up to him and he's sort of like, oh, sorry, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's really great. Um, who else is in, in this? Paddy Constant, Const, Paddy, uh, who plays the king, King uh, Viserys. Yes. I think he is very good, and I think his best stuff, though, is coming up for you, Paddy Constantine. Constantine. Good. Um, he does get a bit gooey, though, doesn't he? I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, what What I think is good, and this is partly down to wardrobe, makeup, and then his acting. You can see the decline. You can see the the, mm-hmm. the gradual deterioration, episode to episode. Um, it's not a well man. It's not a well man. It's not a well man. Um, he, is, he is not. But yeah, really, really rate him. Really rate him. Um, I don't know their the actresses' names, but both Alicent and Renera, I think, brilliant. Millie Alcock for Rhaenyra and Emily Carey for Alicent. Yes, both great. And the good news for you is they get picked up by Emma Darcy and Olivia Cook, and they both continue very strongly. And they don't they they, they look similar enough, I guess, but you still feel like they're the same people. They've done yes. like a really good job change. of casting, and then yeah. uh, but, but ca- casting, and then also matching the acting as well. I guess yes, and the direction yeah, would have been. Strong yeah, for that. Good. Um, <clears throat> I just want. I just want to note something, and I don't know why this is my feeling. And you can't speak to this because you've not watched Rings of Power yet. But this is an infinitely better looking show than Rings of Power. I think. Interesting. Right? I've not watched. I don't know it. what it is. Say. I don't know what it is. It. I've just had a quick look on Google. It's a. It looks to be about half the budget per episode, and it looks twice. Interesting. And I don't really know what it is. I don't know. I'm really not sure. So I'll be interested to sort of come back to this point once you've watched Rings of Power. I I really liked Rings of Power. I thought it was great, and it's still a good looking show. Uh, but I don't think it looks like twice the budget of this. Interesting. The only thing I, can I will think, watch it. I just don't know what we're going to do. So much content. I know there's, there's more we're going to. Um, I don't know if it's just the sheer scale of the cast and extras and things. It is a bigger show. I guess that's maybe part of it. But yep. I think House of Dragons is a great looking show. Great looking show. Fantastic music as well. I've enjoyed it. What do you feel about? 
I had no, I don't care. What do you feel about the fact that they didn't change the theme tune, considering this is technically a different show? Uh, don't care, because I always clock out of the theme tune because it's the longest, most boring theme. I hate it. I don't, like, I'm not, I've just said great music. The theme is my least favourite bit of music. <laughs> Fair enough. I think it's a bit um, shit. Yeah, but all okay. of the all of the rest of the score, I think, really, really good. Right. I'd like to come back to this once you finish this to to spend a bit more time on it. Yeah, because I, I I really like it, and I have a lot of things that I want to say that we need to start talking about story and the second half. Yeah, cool. Uh, in that case, then let's move on a little. Uh, and talk about another good looking show. What is it, Andor? Yes. Yes, good. Um, because I want to put these two together because these two shows are doing the same, like, this is what I was alluding to. These two shows are doing the same thing for me that that I think is good in that slow, steady build, big thing happens. That was great. Let's all calm down. Slow, steady build, big thing happens. And or is the Game of Thrones of Star Wars? That sounds ridiculous to say. I've not even Game of Thrones, but House of Dragon. There is multiple players, yeah, all yeah. happening. There's yeah. dialogue happening, and the di- but the dialogue when it's getting it right, which and or I think overall does House of the Dragon did as well. The dialogue is the exciting part a lot of the time as well. Yeah, yeah. Watching these people like have secret meetings, you're like, ooh, yeah. what's going to happen? <laughs> Mon Mon Mothma and her mate from back home who's going to try and do the banking for her. Just yeah. little, 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 little back and forth, and it's all so exciting. They're just having, they're, if they're in a dangerous situation, they're having a champagne with a bug in it, and you're like, Ooh. <laughs> little maggot champers. <laughs> anyway, Andor, have we talked about this at all yet? We talked about it, I think, last week or the week before, about how it's just fucking great. If this sticks the landing, this is 12 episodes, we are what? This week's episode eight nine eight i think um if this continues this and nails it i know they're doing a second season as well this might be my favorite star wars series i think yes uh and it might be my favorite star wars since the originals if it sticks the landing it's a bold (laughs) call i might end up preferring something i need to see well even even over Rogue One potentially if it's wow. the landing if Huge. it sticks the landing it, it has the potential landing. to like nail the ending then I'll be like yeah that was incredible okay I'm with that that's my I caveat because it I, might not <laughs> it might not it might it might turn into the Mandalorian for the last three episodes and then pff, still pretty you know, good then, isn't it still good <laughs> it's not a good oh, show then it's just a good character in a show <laughs> so this is my thing this Miles Bowers for Mandalorian the big spoilers for Mandalorian season two. I really, really hope, and I don't think it will. I really hope it doesn't go. Ha! Ah, surprise, big name character. Yeah, the Star Wars universe is so big; it needs to go outside of Luke Skywalker and Obi Wan Kenobi and yep. all that kind of thing. Like, yep. If you're doing Obi Wan Kenobi's show, obviously have Obi Wan Kenobi in it. That's fine, but the Mandalorian did not need Luke Skywalker. Nope. Neither did the Book of Boba Fett. Nope. Um, and it was fun, but we didn't need it. Nope. <laughs> and I think this is proof. Like, this is the only, well, outside of, outside of other properties other than the movies, Mon Mothma is the only known character in this. Mon Martha he Melchi his little mate in the most recent episode is in but, Rogue One you no know, but that's what I'm saying so like outside of so outside of like Rogue One stuff yeah 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 right I got you yeah I got you so it's like it, I think that's proof that you don't you don't need it you really I don't I would I would accept because it makes sense in the world and the time and stuff and it's not just throwing him in a Bail Organa appearance. Yep. Because we because know that she works with him in Rogue One, so that would be fine, in correct, my opinion. Yeah. And she's having all these meetings and, and yes. sort of uh, fancy dinners for confabulations. Senators and stuff. Yeah. Like, and that he so, is a senator, so yes. yes that yes, would yes. be fine. <laughs> that gets a pass because it makes sense. It's not just shoehorning in 
Yep. Anyone. Yep. Fuck, it's good, uh, guys, isn't it? Jeez. It's very good. The writing's very good. The acting's very good. They're not using the volume, and it looks better. I really yes. hope they've learned this lesson now. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I think they will have, and I think because of the... the- My concern is, though, Mandalorian Season 3, they filmed. So we might get another season of that volume heavy. Maybe. Maybe. And then, and then not that that's ruined the Mandalorian so far. No, but we are all getting a bit tired of it, aren't we? A bit tired of it, yeah. Um, it was great. It was great at the time because it meant they could do what they wanted to do and yep. be locked down, essentially. Yeah, which and I think they, is why Obi-Wan is so heavily following me as well. Yep. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Maybe we'll get a, a season three volume, but now nah, this is good. Um did you I don't remember if I was aware or not or whether I had just forgotten, but again, mild spoilers. Andy Circus? Oh great. I didn't know he was in it. Totally didn't know. I, I don't just, know if we were meant to know. I think his reveal was very much sort of like, you know this voice. Yeah. Surprise, it's Andy Circus. Yeah. When I was watching it, I was like, is that that's not Andy Circus? Surely not. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you see him from behind at first and then a really wide shot and then he gets and I was like, Oh, it is sick. Yeah. <laughs> It's great. Many, it's good to see Andy. How many other people have played two people in the Star Wars universe? Mark Hamill's played three, I think. How do you uh, mean? So Mark Hamill plays Luke Skywalker. Yep. He plays a casino guest in uh, Canto Bite. True. In Last Jedi. And he plays Bulio, the uh, spy in Rise of the Skywalker. The horned-faced guy that goes, win the war! Oh, yeah. That's Mark Hamill. Fair enough. <laughs> and he might have been in the animated stuff as a voice, but I don't know. Oh, probably. Probably. Otherwise, is it anybody? I don't know. That might be it. I mean, other Anthony, than like, Anthony Daniels, he was a bar patron. I was going to say, other than like, <laughs> other than background people, actual yeah. character, like big actual characters, on-screen presences. Good yeah, stuff. I think though. he might be the only one. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, so at, at the end of so last week's episode at the ep- at the end of the episode prior to that when he was being sentenced I didn't think we were going to get jail I thought we were going to have time skip and then we just oh, get right. jail I, I like, like jail's jail. cool actually it's a very cool design the jail yeah I like it yeah what also, are they building I've been talking about this is it Death Star parts is that too obvious I mean I, I wonder thought- if it's just Star Destroyer bits yeah they look like the joint of the TIE fighter's wings going on. Could be that. Uh, but who knows? Um, yeah, this is like dark spoiler. It's not a major character or anything. The last episode, is that the first suicide in Star Wars? Because um, there's a guy, he looks at the floor for ages at nighttime and then he just sort of, he must just jump on it. We don't actually see. He just must step out on it, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, yeah, maybe you're right, maybe it is. Yeah. I think this has had the first sex and the first suicide in Star Wars. And the first swear. Yeah. How exciting. What an edgy Star Wars show. I'll tell you something I didn't notice as well. This is going back to earlier episodes. Um, I didn't notice that the the, cor- the corporal cop who was a Scot who did the swearing, he mm. was also a commissioner in The Batman. Yes, he was. Yeah, I found that. The, yeah, didn't notice that. And then I was watching something with the Batman clips in it, and I was like, "Oh shit, it's that guy!" It's that guy. <laughs> and then Andy Serkis in it, Alfred, and yeah, yeah, weird, good stuff, great show. Yeah, what a good I'm film! I'm very well. excited. I get so um, excited for weirdnesses, man. So do I. Shall we? Shall we? Shall we tick on to the next thing? Because I feel like we've just waxed lyrical about that, and I feel yeah. like it's another one. Once it finishes, we'll be like, yeah, 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 talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Uh, this, we sort of diverge at this point, don't we? What have you been up to? What have you been watching? Well, what else have I had? Uh, oh, we had Lower Decks. We've both been watching that. Lower Decks. Lower Decks. I don't know if I'm up to date on that. I mean, I'm only I maybe think, one or two behind, but... I think I'm up to date. Lower Decks is a fun Star Trek animated show that is fully part of the Star Trek universe. Yep. 
but it's more um, more silly and lighthearted. It's not about the captain or anything like that. It's literally about the guys that work on the lower decks, the nameless ones that usually get killed, effectively, yeah. in every other Star Wars medium. It's fun. It, it was up to shenanigans. Very, very strange show. There was one, I'm trying to find it where it was. Oh, <laughs> Boimler's Holodeck movie sequel. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was good. That was good. So they had, so I don't know if it's just me, but sort of halfway through this season, it stopped being a season and it was just like weird standalone episodes. Oh, really? I don't know if that's just me or whether I missed something somewhere, but. Remember, click. What was the one where that weird robot and it, it, it got like lost in space and then it got picked up by. Yes, I've seen that one. Why? Uh, that was the most that? recent one, I think, was it? The most recent one I think where he falls in love or it falls, she, it, I don't know, falls in love with um, those bird type aliens. Yeah. What the hell was that? <laughs> it's a bit chaotic. It was bizarre. Peanut hamper. Peanut hamper. That was the one. Yep. Yeah. Weird episode. Good show um, though. I mean, good cast. Um it's just a bit of fun. It's just like it's that's my lighthearted um like lunchtime viewing, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. It's not very long, it's kind of just a bit of a bit of a laugh. Yeah, it's just silly fun. Sort of speaking in this sort of same vein, have you been watching season three of Harley Quinn? Right. This was gonna be my what's that about? Oh, let's leave it then. We'll come back to it. Yeah, we'll come back to it. <laughs> let's move on then. Um, what else have you been watching? We've got like two. I've got like two or three other things I've been Right, you go for a bit then. Um, I've also been watching Cobra Kai. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, so Cobra Kai is on season five. Bloody hell. Jeez. Cobra Kai is the sequel to the original Karate Kid films. Yes. And it, all of them are canon. Uh, and it's set in the modern day, same time period as past, where uh, the bad guy uh, is very much, da- from the original film, is down on his luck. Johnny Lawrence is down on his luck. And Daniel LaRusso, the main character of the Karate Kid, is having a whale of a time. <laughs> and it follows Johnny Lawrence trying to like resurrect his, like, his youth and stuff, and he restarts Cobra Kai the evil karate gym except he's not really that bad a bloke anyway over the five seasons it's just chaotic as hell i don't know the best way to describe it this is a very very stupid show <laughs> but it is very very aware of how stupid it is so it's yeah, just so it's, sort of leaning into it yeah stupid in um, a good way yeah and sometimes this is the weird thing sometimes the fight scenes in it are incredible sometimes they're less good it's like they sort of pick which ones they're going to put loads of time into which fair enough it's season three maybe there is like a 15 minute long fight in one of the high schools with like teenagers as the fighters it's incredible i don't know how they got teenagers that good (laughs) it's so good um but yeah it's very dumb the comedy in it is very dumb the fighting in it can range from good or whatever and the drama is like stupid like it's always sort of along the lines of if they beat us at this tournament i could never do karate again like <laughs> it's like the, really the dumb like that are all over the place <laughs> yeah um but it, i think it's fun if you like karate kid the original ones or have any sort of nostalgia for that it's worth a watch <laughs> at least season one fair enough <laughs> nice. uh, so I've been watching that we've been still making our way through the Sandman but take a bit of time we've had so much to do most recent episode we watched um, is sort of two stories in one episode and I think it's my it was like incredible um, so the Sandman is based on Neil Gaiman's comic by the same name and he is the Lord of Dreams he's the one that allows us all to dream Anyway, at the beginning of the show, he is captured and nobody dreams for a hundred years. And then he comes back. And then he comes back and he's trying to like rebuild his, his dream empire and stuff like that. But in what this episode I really like, the most recent one I think we've watched, he meets his sister who is deaf. Interesting. And they spend 
half the episode he's going talking he's spending the time with death as she's going about her like job effectively mm. and then that transitions into a time where we flash back to like hundreds of years ago and um they overhear this man in a pub saying like oh i wish like death would never come for me it wouldn't matter i just live forever that would be great and then they're like oh well, let's see if he will like would he actually enjoy that and then it fall and then he so dream morpheus the main character agrees to meet this man in the same pub on that day every 100 years wow to see how he's getting on so it follows them over hundreds and hundreds of years and then so does this guy age no so he stays the same age wow so it just Wild. follows him across the whole thing that's, that's a, a fun episode concept. yeah yeah i really liked it it was a really cool episode nice uh what else i'm still i'm nearly finished season two of superman and lois still pretty good still very low budget uh <laughs> i think that's it the, the stuff coming up like that i want to start i want to start tales of the jedi the new animated star wars thing mm-hmm. something like five episodes or something like that um rings of power obviously we've talked about i also want to start katie will start it as well midnight club you heard about this? No. So the Midnight Club is the latest series. I don't really know what it's about because I try to avoid stuff by writer and director, Mike Flanagan. So Mike Flanagan, in my opinion, is the best horror writer and director around at the moment. Ah. So he's done the haunting of Hill house, haunting of Bly Manor, Midnight Mass, which nobody watched, and it's such a crime because that show was like incredible. <laughs> like, it's so good, man. Nobody watched it. So, okay. So, the Midnight Mass, this is my recommendation for everybody. Midnight Mass is, there's a lot of talking in it, but I like that the talking's exciting. I like the talking. Uh, this guy, he's a criminal. He's just come out of jail and he's going back to live with his mum and dad on this secluded island that they all live on. Okay. Um, it's everybody there is very religious and it revolves around this single church, right? Mm-hmm. But their priest has gone has not gone missing. He's he's been sick, so he's gone off, and they get a replacement priest. Yep, uh, a brand new priest, and he comes over and he's really young and he's very nice and he's very helpful. But as soon as he arrives, miracles start happening on the oh, island. Mysterious. Okay. What's happening? I don't know. You'll have to watch. I see. It is great. It um, it is also this sounds so so stupid. There is an ending to one that really annoys me. That Netflix restarts the next episode within five seconds. Oh, you want to sort of sit with it because it really wants you to sit with it and feel this moment. But then right. the next episode just starts, right. and it kind of ruins clearly what they was going for. Um, but that show is great. There's a lot of talking, but pay attention. Put your phone down, pay attention to the talking. It's really good stuff. Yep. Fair enough. So yeah, his latest one, Midnight Club. Don't really know what it's about yet, but we want to start that. Interesting. Will that be Netflix as well, is it? Yeah, it's Netflix, yeah. I mean, it sounds like it's going to be similar. They've all been pretty different. Uh, Haunting of Hill House is... Really good, very emotional, very point parts of it, very, very scary. There's a reveal halfway through that, which is just like, whoa. I've just read, I'm not going to tell you the synopsis so that you can go in clean, but it sounds interesting. It sounds a bit, a bit wild. Uh, Haunting of Bly Manor was the follow-up, which is actually, it's got spookies in it, is actually more of a love story. And mm-hmm. It's genuine, genuinely like pretty touching. And then obviously Midnight Massive talks about, then this new one. He's also done films. He did Doctor Sleep, which I recommend if anybody hasn't seen that yet. It's cool. a sequel to The Shining. Anyway, yes, that's me. I'm done. Content me, sir. What? It's your turn. Please talk. No, I shan't. Oh, guess we're over. Bye, hot. everybody. <laughs> um, no, I'm gonna, I tell you what, I'm going I'm to leave it at that. We've covered quite a lot there. Yeah, fair um, enough. A lot of crossover and then some decent new recommend not new recommendations but further recommendations from you we need to get to your what's that about about harley quinn yes so we will just punctuation there that was my sort of dory whale speak punctuation cool. 
That was your spooky Halloween blind manner. Come on. Yeah, so my what's that about is is it's the Harley Quinn animated show, right? Um, so it's not really what's that about, as in what's the show about. It's what's that about. I said I said to you before this that it's not a ranty one, but I can feel it becoming a ranty one. <laughs> Why is it not more readily available? I get you. It seems it's to have on, a really short time limit on it. It's very brief. So <coughs> it it's an animated TV show about Harley Quinn and then all the mates that she makes along the way after breaking up with the Joker, essentially. Yeah. And this the whole on again, off again dynamic that they sort of yeah. classically have. Um huge, huge cast. I can't yeah, it's really a really remember. good cast. I can't remember everyone that's in it, but it's very good cast. And I watched season one. Loved it, and then it just vanished. I was like, okay, cool, great, can't, uh, okay, that's fine, bye. Season two, didn't know it'd come out, uh, and then we're in season three all of a sudden, apparently, and we're finished it or nearly finished it. I don't know. So, this channel, is the thing it's, channel it's on, four. Yeah. Why is it not just all up there? I don't know. Whatever deal they have, they only seem to have each episode for like 20 days. It's ridiculous. And then it's just gone. And you know, the more ridiculous thing is, if you want to go on, say, Prime Video or YouTube uh, and get a season, it's like £18 a season. Like, who's making this show? Can they not just put it on on an existing streaming service that we all already pay for? It probably is in America, and they just don't care about us over in the UK. It's ridiculous. Like, so... If it makes you feel better, what I will say, season three, which I have been watching, in my humble opinion, oh, not not very good. Oh dear, the f- I've not seen it all. I've only seen. I actually might be two episodes behind, so I should probably watch them soon, or um, they'll be gone. Yeah, uh, but I haven't felt compelled to go back. Whereas the previous season, I wanted to watch every week. See, this is my thing. I've not seen two yet. Two I mean, not good. even have finished one. Do you know? Well, yeah. Um, and what's really annoying me about it is... Not vibing with it. Because of my Insta algorithm and my sort of nerdy nature, I get bombarded with so many clips of this show and I'm like, i fucking seen this. I want to watch yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just disappears so quickly. I don't know what deal it is, but it's, it's rubbish. Yeah, but crap. It's a crap deal. So I may just have to bite it and buy them. Definitely buy season two because I really enjoyed that. Season three, um, I'll well, let you know once I'm going to have to buy season one again because that was 20... B-cap. <laughs> 18, 19? Yeah, it was a while ago. It was a while yeah. ago now. Yeah. And I remember really liking it. Um, James Gunn makes a funny appearance in season three. I'll say. <laughs> yeah, James Gunn's in season three. Wild. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I really want to watch that because I, I remember enjoying it and good cast and I like... What I like is... Um, what seems to have happened recently is because cartoons (laughs) this is not true but because cartoons used to be made for us they're still being made for us but we're older now so the the cartoons are older now you got older yeah yeah I get you so this is this is what probably an 18 it's definitely an 18 Um, yeah there's a lot of violence in this um, and swears and all sorts of cock and balls Um, yeah I really like that cartoons are becoming more adult and even like Lower Decks, which isn't, hasn't got, it's got swears, but they're bleeped. Um, I thought, I don't know why I thought in my mind that was also quite violent, like 15 or, but then I couldn't remember any violence and I saw the rating. It's only like a 13. I was like, some, of it, oh, yeah. some episodes are a bit, they're a bit goopy, but it's not yeah. graphic. It's more like a Futurama. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It's like a step it up from because, Simpsons. And- it might be because the art style looks a bit like Rick and Morty, but in my mind... A little bit, yeah. It's, but, yeah. But I really like that, so I, I really want to watch this because I like cartoons that are for grown-ups. Yeah, I get you. I have such fun Invincible with Invincible and all yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's unreal. So, yeah. Yeah. Please, right. someone, very quickly, as in, before I go downstairs to have my dinner tonight, someone... I'll buy it. <laughs> put it on Disney+, Plus, please, quickly, now. <laughs> so I can just watch the whole damn thing. Yeah, I suppose... Yeah, I get it. I do get it. 
Are you ready? Should I grip my seat firmly and prepare to be equally frustrated? Right, nerds. This one's mostly for Andrew because none of you probably else care. <laughs> he just he just wants this enormous rant, just, which I've already I've already heard it, and I already know exactly what it's going to be about. You've only read it via text, so I need to let it go. He just wants it immortalized. So you can I all do. basically thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week for a regularly scheduled episode of <laughs> Tom Shit House Fuckery or whatever the hell. Uh, but this, unfortunately, is sports, everyone. This is the latest shambles in the Scottish rugby world. Goodness me. Right, so anybody that cares, uh, Scotland's coach is currently Gregor Townsend, former Scotland player, middling success so far. I mean, he's not done, but definitely some big wins. I'm not taking yep. that away from him at all. Yep. Biggest problem, wildly inconsistent. Yep. Uh, we, like, I fully believe we have the ability at the moment to beat anybody. We could rock up and beat the All Blacks tomorrow. But if yep. you played Georgia the next week, I could see us losing. Yep. <laughs> absolutely yeah anyway we have a player he plays fly half his name is finn russell and he is you could i think most people would agree he is one of the best fly halves in the world i'm not saying he is the best i think people would argue about that i think he is one of the best if not the best in the northern hemisphere yep over the last couple of weeks he's been playing for one of the best french clubs racing every week playing incredibly, scoring lots of points, letting others score lots of points through great play. And he has not been selected for the Scotland squad because he is out of form, which, as we all know, is just a big fat lie. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's made worse by the fact three other fly halves have been picked. Two of them, fair enough, have been playing well for their clubs. The third one... And this is not nothing against him. Ross Thompson has played 20 minutes of rugby. So how he's picked on form, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it so on the face of it, it looks like the justification that Gregor has given for not picking Russell is incorrect. Because how can you how can you claim he's been he's been picked off poor not been picked off poor form? when he is the form player setting position records in his domestic league. Yes. Weekly. Weekly. Yes. yes. Not like a one-off, like weekly. Yes. So people are being, right. I think, rightly upset about this. I think people pay a lot of money to watch these games now. Prices have been going up recently. Scotland is not a big rugby nation. It has one of the best players in the world. We can't not pick him. Yeah. Now, the problem this comes from, Gregor Townsend and Finn Russell very obviously and publicly do not get on. Yes. Now, some people are claiming, and I like I kind of see it, well, Finn's too difficult, shouldn't be in the squad. Right. I get that. But if he is that talented, you figure it out. Yeah. Good managers should manage good players. Yes. And for me, this is an ego thing for Gregor Townsend. Finn and him aren't agreeing on the game plan. It's an ego for Gregor Townsend, who just would rather not have him there, rather than trying to work it out. It's my personal opinion. I th- I say all this, another show that we've recommended before, The Last Dance. Mm. The coach of that, he had to deal with some ridiculous egos and all sorts, the Dennis Rodman and stuff like that. Yeah, And yet... He won the NBA five, six times. Yeah. Yep. He, he managed them as individuals rather than going, you don't fit in my box, get out. Yes. So it's completely doable. Yes. <laughs> it's, so just that, a, it's a big it, pill to swallow for, it seems like for Gregor, right? Yeah. Because, because Gregor has to have him, has to have Finn Russell fit in to his world yep. because he, he needs that player. Yep. Therefore, Finn Russell can't swallow his big pill and say, oh, I'll just behave myself and fit in because then he won't be the best player. Or not, yes. not even that he's the best, but he won't be at his best. Finn's, the best attribute Finn has is he plays rugby on a different level to everybody else. He doesn't fit in. He plays how he sees the game and when he does 
we score some absolute corkers. Sometimes it doesn't work, but we've always maintained, and people whinge about this all the time, Finn Russell has won us multiple games. He has yep. never lost us a game. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. People argue that he has, but one intercept is not a loss of a game. No. That's the same as our missed tackle, which players make all the time. I'm not yep. bothered by that. Yeah, or our missed conversion. Well, you yep. probably had other chances to so score more points. Yes. Other. Yeah, I don't care about those things. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my rant. I won't go any further because nobody cares. <laughs> it's just annoying though, isn't it? It's just very annoying. Because it, it's not only that, like you've made the point already, but it's not only that we want to see Scotland win everything and bash everyone's heads in. We just want to watch Finn Russell play for Scotland. Like that's, yep. even if we lose to the All Blacks by 27 points, if Finn Russell plays and he sets up three great tries and scores all his conversions and kicks good penalties yep. and like ridiculous out the, out the back door passes and whatever, that's yep. what you want to see. Even if we get bent over backwards, you'll still go, fuck, that was good, wasn't it? All I'm saying is Racing manage it. They manage him weekly. No issues. He's playing superb rugby. Vern Cotter Argu- had no issues. Arguably, the Racing manager is managing him in... A squad of more and bigger characters. Yes, I can't help but feel like a lot of those French boys and the other internationals in that team would be a handful. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's a Gregor problem. I think if he is not, get, if we don't get some good wins this autumn thing, I think we have to bin him before it's too late. It's my hot take. Yeah, the problem is. We Otherwise, won't. we're out. We're out the pool stages again. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. If we have a, will sign a contract in Japan and never play for Scotland again. If we have a poor autumn, they can't bin him yet because World Cup is very near. I think if we lose to Fiji, they've got no choice. Yeah, but Fiji are good, though. But I, we should be better than them. Well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you are right. And at home, especially as well. Yes. Um, if we if we lose on the weekend there and we don't beat New Zealand or Argentina, he's got to go. If we beat them and lose to Argentina and New Zealand, yeah, you could say he probably would stay. But if, I think if we lose all four, surely. Yeah, having lost a summer tour and yes. having a middling Six Nations. Yes, again. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay, hypothetical who comes in? Scott Robertson. Um <laughs> for everyone else who doesn't know who that is, he is a Kiwi uh coach and he coaches the Crusaders who have won the Kiwi domestic uh competition for the last thousand years. <laughs> yeah. They are unstoppable. Oh, yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It wouldn't be him. That would be lovely. Uh, the ones I'd go after... Jimmy Joseph. Go, yeah. I would go after uh, Leo Cullen, Leinster. Yeah. I would go after... Is it Mark McCall at Saracens? Oh, huge. Get him uh, to bring and, Kelly Brown's eyebrows with him as well. Yeah, and I'd go after Rob Baxter at Exeter. <laughs> That's who I'd go after. Oh, Wild. I mean, they'd all do well because they're, they're all very successful teams. Yeah, so we'll probably get somebody rubbish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. the bloody Worcester coach. Anyway, Steve Diamond, he's actually quite an all right coach. Anyway. Um, Seems like a not yes. bad bloke as well, given recent. Yeah. yeah, recent events. I should have said that. Sorry, Steve. Anyway. Because we know you listen, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan, Steve. <laughs> one listener from Worcester. No, we're done. We're done. I'm done. Let's wrap it up. I'm done. Get me out of here. Okay. okay. This goose is cooked. Just be aware, everyone, that if Scotland do lose to Fiji at the weekend, next week's What's That About will be brought to you by Inherent Rage. It won't be the What's That About, mate. It'll be the full podcast. We'll be doing a Scotland rugby special. (laughs) (laughs) um, What we'll do is we'll post to Twitter and Instagram on do or do not bother. Early in the weekend. Yeah. Do you want to tune in or not? We'll let you know beforehand. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Okay. Punctuation? Yeah, let's wrap this up. I don't Sick. think we've got any mail. 
Oh, shit, yeah. No, I don't think we do. I checked yesterday. Yeah, I don't uh, think we do. I don't remember seeing any. Uh, no. no. Nope. Good, 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 good. Nope. Uh, okay, so where can they find us? Oh, I've turned back on you. What, 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 what? Uh, where, where can they find us? I've turned it back on you. Oh, goodness gracious. Well, the mail we were just checking was our email address, which is didyouseethething at gmail.com. Yes. So you can send us an email there. And if you're a new listener, like we said before, you can pick your listener number. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything except 1, 2, 3, or 17. Yep. Um, if you're one of those named or numbered listeners, you can't pick your new number. That's just you. You're stuck with it. Greedy. Yep. Yep. They can, they can, you can, anyone can. Uh, give us a follow on Twitter at What's That About? Yep. Uh, Instagram at Did You See The Thing? Yep. And then the other one? My Game Photo one at PJ Game Photos. Yes, 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 yes. Instagram. It's a great time. Yeah. Come, Lots come check of us out. Very picture skew images. Yes. Which is good. Yep. It's good. Nice to yep. look at. And I'm still committing to my bit of not following you. Yeah, you're a terrible bloke. But I do intermittently log in with the Did You See The Thing and then Instagram like and then like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I do um, actually like the photos that you're posting. <laughs> uh, cool. That's it for me. What will we do next week? Who knows? Next week is a mystery because um, we might have guests on, we might not, because we've been saying that for months and we'll wing it. And yep. it might be the Scottish Rugby Pod for a change. Yeah, it could be. could be. Sick. Let's, uh, we'll catch everybody next week, I guess. Thanks for sticking with us. Um, yeah. Good luck and enjoy all the stuff we talked about our contents of the week recommendations but also our main middle bit meat of a sandwich content this week yeah enjoy all those because we enjoy all those that's why we talked about them yeah so yeah get watching sick don't, don't do anything else just watch TV nah have a busy yeah. week doing sod all watching yes. stuff yes exactly good well done thanks everyone the end yeah full stop